If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Yo, what the heck is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, July 28, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Snowbike Mike, and today I am joined by Forbes 30 Under 30, Perry Poppy, Puzzle Poppy. He's the goat of the video game industry. Mr. Blessing out of Yoye Jr. What the up? Goat. Boys? I've not heard that Bless, one before. I think people call you the goat because they're really impressed by you every single Who's day. People name one. <laughs> Mike Snow Mike, Mike. Snow Mike Mike. Snow Mike Mike believes in you. Thank I will you. be here Listen, I riding be- your coattails to the greatness. I believe you know in you. That. I ride your coattails. Thanks, Mike. homie. You're out there. You're out there killing it. And the I, frame rate merch also. Rocking the frame rate merch. Uh, oh, yeah. Big shout out to Ray and Tina. Great merch over there. And yeah. it looks good. If you, know you guys I mean? are riding like each other's coattails, you're just going in circles, I think. I mean, yeah, but many we're, would describe we're like kind a of whirlwind funny. going in circles. <laughs> hey, blessing. No, we're like Jesus. a whirlwind going up. You know what going I mean? Going up, a tornado. Yeah. Or sometimes tornadoes go down, though, bless, and that's not where we want to go. Mm. You know, because they're going to touch the ground. Twisters, right? I don't know if that's how that works. I don't know blessing, science like that. Here's, a de- here's the dealio. Mm-hmm. Last night, last night, I went on an adventure, and I'm not pleased about it. And you are mm-hmm. my PlayStation guy, and we got to talk about it really quick. Uh-huh. Because there's some sick plates up for pre-order right now for Spider-Man 2 yeah. coming very, very soon. Nice red and black with and of course, venom tendrils coming through. As you know, you and Greg, my PlayStation guys, got me the LeBron James crossover collab. Yep. I got the cool plates. Yeah. Do you like I, them? I, I, No, they're <laughs> fine. Uh-huh. Uh, blessing, here's the problem. They're all black, which is cool, right? Because everybody's always wanted just a black PlayStation, right? Mm-hmm. But the issue is, is it's very minimal. The one plate has just black. There's no color, no nothing on it. Then the other plate, everything is earned, nothing is given. I don't like that tagline at all. But it's got some cool logos, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So it's very minimalistic, which is fine. But here's what the problem is, Bless. Tell me. Putting on those face plates is fucking impossible. You're having a problem putting them on? What a... Um, no, take, I mean, taking off the old ones and putting on the new ones is a hassle, Bless. It takes... It Five takes minutes. finesse. Five it, minutes. It takes a lot of moments of, am I snapping this PlayStation in half? I mean, that's fair. It does feel like that the first you know few what times I mean? you take your plates off. But you watch a YouTube tutorial, and you just got to make sure you're pushing and lifting <laughs> at the right place. No, you know what it is? You know what it is? That's the is problem, Wes. You know what it is? It needs a careful hand. Yeah. It does. Is Mike a careful hand? No. I get a it, hold of that thing and I'm doing one of it these. Really it really is. You, have you seen those videos on TikTok of people doing the chiropractor stuff of like they mm. grab onto the person's head yeah. and then pull <laughs> and then you hear the crack. Yeah. All of a sudden they feel better. It feels like you're doing that, but instead of a life on the line, it's your <laughs> PS5. And so it's even worse. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. If I get this wrong, I break a PS5. Exactly. I don't want to do this. That's the issue I have is we're coming out now. We're really pushing the face plates, which I appreciate on a PlayStation. Yeah. Having some, you know, personalization on this, some fun customizable parts. But the issue is, it's just not easy. 
It is a difficult process where you question everything in your Isn't life. Is that difficult? And blessing. I'm telling you, I am yanking this. Joey will come in here and tell you mm-hmm. that I was yanking this in the kitchen. Did you watch a tutorial? Did I you watched a tutorial. And you're still and having like, struggles with it. they're like, take the PlayStation. Face it the opposite direction. Now grab this back part and just freaking yank it. And I'm like, I mean, that yeah. doesn't feel good. It does feel like you're about to break it. And yes. so I'll give that to you where you do it and it's... Oh, you you good? You good? And then you lift it, and it's like, okay, no, it's good. But when you're when you're doing it, it does feel like I definitely about to go broke wrong. something because there's a small piece that's now rattling inside. Okay, well then you so did something, something is wrong. broken. You definitely fucked up something your PS5. is broken. But you know what? I haven't turned on the PS5 to know if I broke it or not. Uh-huh. We'll find. Once out. you turn it on, you just start hearing hearing like that one piece clicking <sighs> around. It'll yeah. be fine. Eventually, it'll there goes my out. Final Fantasy 16 playthrough, ladies Amen. and gentlemen. It's, it's over now. It's uh, Are you gonna get the the um, Spider-Man 2 controller? Like I don't want the controller. I don't really care much about controllers. I want the faceplates. Really? Yeah. I mean, how often are you switching out faceplates often, do you think? Well, because of kind of funny, I've now received two sets of faceplates, right? So, like, my first one, I got the digital camo, which I would implore everyone, don't buy the digital camo. It doesn't look good. I, I don't like yeah? the. I, yeah, I never thought that digital camo looked good. So, the moment I put it on, I instantly was like, man, I should take this off. Yeah. And so, I'm happy to have the little LeBron James one. Just because it's something different. To Are look you a at. camo person in general? Because no. I've never understood who camo is for. You know who looks good in camo? Who's Drewski. that? He does look good in Drewski. camo. Drewski You're right. looks good You're in right. camo. He looks great in camo. He's, that guy's my guy, man. He makes yeah. me laugh. Have you, seen, have you been seeing the new videos pop up? Oh, of with course. Him doing his like, audition thing. Could have been records. Yeah, yeah. could have been records. That's Fucking a must watch on YouTube. Fantastic. It dominated my TikTok timeline the uh-huh. other day, and I, I didn't mind it. I just kept watching every single one of them. Yes. Hilarious. Yes. You should watch that on YouTube. But uh, no, I didn't like the camo, so I wanted the new ones. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm more into the faceplates, not the controllers. I find that the controller doesn't really matter because my hands are on it, and I'm not looking at it at all times. So mm-hmm. it, controllers aren't my big thing anymore. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah, I'm, I'm having some fun with that. Looking forward to Spider-Man 2. We'll talk about that a little bit in the show. But of course, blessing. Today's new stories... Masahiro Sakurai ponders the future of Smash Bros, which I'm very excited to hear your thoughts on this. And then, of course, there's a big Call of Duty news that I can't wait to tell you about. And so much more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us as we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash games or listen on podcast services around the globe by searching Kind of Funny Games Daily. Remember, you can use Epic Creator Code Kind of Funny on all Epic Store and Epic in-game purchases like Rocket League and Fortnite to help support the channel and to be a part of the show. Head to Kind of Funny Games Daily slash no, kindoffunny.com slash KFGD to write in with all your questions, squad ups, and more. And remember, patreon.com slash kindoffunny will get you the show ad-free plus a bevy of bonus content. Let's jump into some housekeeping because I got some dope stuff for all of you to know about. One of the fundraising goals you helped to hit us to help us hit back at the launch of the spare bedroom was four special presentations from one. Barrett Courtney, the first one being a character study on Kratos throughout the God of War series. The second, an explanation on why Jedi Fallen Order is Barrett's favorite Star Wars games. Here's, he's been quiet ever since, though, though he's finally ready to reveal what his third special presentation is all about. Let's take a look right now. And we're back. 
Heck yeah, it's really exciting. Man, this guy gets it. Yeah, Barrett Courtney is bringing back The Legend of Zelda in review, and it's happening when, Barrett? Uh, this Tuesday, August 1st at 2 p.m. Pacific, right here on YouTube.com slash KindOfFunnyGames. Uh, yeah, so that returns. Of course, I'll be talking about you know my unfiltered, spoiler-filled thoughts on The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, mm. reviewing that and adding it to the ranking. But Mike and Bless, something you, t- uh, something you guys may not know, one of the big disappointments the audience had for Zelda in Review Part 1 mm. was there were some games left off. The Minish Cap and the Oracle games. And the, when I thought about coming back to Zelda in review, the first thought I had was, well, I got to add those. So all of those games just listed, I will be uh, reviewing and ranking uh, for the return of Zelda in review part two. Uh, Check it out. The uh, uh, video should, the link should be up shortly. Um, It'll be a YouTube premiere. So you can go over there and uh, save it, notify, like uh, get the notification bell, bell, all that stuff Uh, for when it goes live. It'll be a YouTube premiere. So you can hang out in the chat uh, as the video's uh, going up. I'll be hanging out in the chat and it'll be a fun time. So I'm excited. Awesome. That's going to be a great time, Bear. Congratulations on all your hard work. Very excited to celebrate with, of course, the Kind of Funny Best Friend community because I love watching Barrett's special presentations, and I love watching The Blessing Show. Mm. You know, I want you to know that I was calling you out on the Kind of Funny X-Cast, just celebrating all your dope stuff you've been Thank doing. Thank you, Mike. You what are and we gonna... Barrett continuing to inspire me to do some awesome stuff. When are we going to see you do a special presentation? I would love to see a Mike standing on a well, stage you, giving you, a presentation. You brought me out for, of course, Bring Back E. EA Big, yeah, which I really appreciate. But my presentations would be an esports tournament, and one day we'll do that. Mm-hmm. We'll do that. I tried with Sancho West, but uh, we'll continue to grow and okay. we'll find that. I mean, we still. I mean, one of our Patreon thermometer things was a fighting game tournament, and that still is we can on the docket. It happen. We, we can make gotta, it happen. We got to right get now. you better, though. You and I, we got to make sure I, you win. See, here's my thing. That's all we got to get is, you better. I want to. I'm. I'll, I want to produce it. Mm. Can I produce and also participate? Yes, you I don't can. Know who I am. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Because I got to run around and do all these things. Listen, <laughs> I did the kind of funny game. That's how you cheat and win. That's how you cheat <laughs> exactly. And win. I don't want. I don't want to be like a biased party, and also like you know, I want to make sure that everything's running the right uh-huh. way, and you know, do the behind the scenes work. And so yeah. we'll see if I compete or not in that. Maybe okay. I'll do an exhibition match. Okay. Well, blessing. We have a brand new PS. I love you. XOXO. It is up right now, answering the crew's. 10 burning PlayStation questions over on youtube.com slash kind of funny games over on Patreon. There's a brand new remember blank that is up today. And of course, over on Patreon, we like to thank those who support us by getting that sweet ad-free viewing. They get the bevy of bonus content. And of course, you can be a Patreon producer, just like Delaney Twining. Thank you for your support. Today, we are brought to you by Honey, BetterHelp, and Shady Rays. But we'll tell you all about that in just a little bit. Let's start the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have six stories today. A baker's dozen. Blessing story number one is all about you and your love for the fighting game community because Masahiro Sakurai ponders the next Super Smash Bros. game. This is coming from Wesley Yinpool at IGN. What's the future of the Smash Bros. series? A new game seems inevitable, given the franchise's popularity. But will Smash Bros. development chief be along for the ride? In a new video, Masahiro Sakurai said, quote, I can't imagine a Smash Bros. title without me, end quote. 
In the latest video published to his YouTube channel, Masahiro Sakurai, on creating games, Sakurai reveals he didn't learn about the 2008 Wii game Smash Bros. Brawl until the, until the E3 when Nintendo announced it to the industry and ponders the future of the series. Quote, the question now is what happens next time, Sakurai? Sakurai. Thank you. I throw a (laughs) lot of words in there. Uh, Asks, I mean, whatever comes after Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, one option would be to separate the series from its original creator. But for now, at least, I can't imagine a Smash Bros. title without me. You might think that's a natural stance for someone in my role, but I say so speaking objectively. I feel the same way President Awada did when he formed the team for Smash Bros. Brawl. At present, we don't have someone who can simply take the reins. Smash Bros. is a massive, important title for Nintendo, so it's fair to assume there will be another one at some point. But it's going to take some work to figure out exactly how to make that happen. For my part, I'd like to keep working with Nintendo however I'm able. Sakurai goes on to clarify that some that these comments reflect his opinion or his opinion at the time, so they might change. But they do suggest that Sakurai will will return to uh, to helm the development of the next Smash Bros. game. Blessing out of Yoye Jr. Mm-hmm. You're my fighting game guy. Mm-hmm. We've talked about Smash Bros. How big Ultimate is, kind of like the the ultimate version of it all. Yeah. Will there be another? Will he be here for this? What are your thoughts on this? I mean, I a lot of this is, I would say, Sakurai reaffirming a lot of what he said in the past. But it's interesting seeing him seeing him frame it in certain ways, right? Of him saying it's fair to assume that there will be another one at some point, but it's going to take some work to figure out exactly how to make that happen. Him saying that there's going to, be, I mean, nobody would know better than Sakurai what is the future of Smash, right? Mm. Because he has been Smash for so long. So him saying that there will be, an, um, it's fair to assume there will be another one at some point. Yes, like, of course, there's going to be another one at some point. But I think the question is, when we say another Smash, what does that come in the form of? When you say another one, do you mean that when the Switch 2 comes around, you're going to port Smash Ultimate? Because I think there's a very viable argument for that. Because, yeah, Mike, you mentioned it, right? That Super Smash Ultimate was the ultimate Smash. I don't think you get more final than that, right? Like, this, uh, having it be everyone is here, having it be all the features, all the stuff you want, having it be, you can make any stage Omega or like you can have like any stage in a battlefield. They really jam packed to super smash ultimate to the point where I don't know how you level up. I don't know how you take that and then go beyond it. Right? Like you can do it. Right. But that's going to all like super smash brothers. Ultimate is already a jam packed game. Uh, and so I think the way you go about it the next time around would be to, revamp and innovate and try something fresh and different and you know i think for the next mash if sakurai wants to work on it if he's at the place you know he says this at uh, toward the end of his statement for my part i'd like to keep working with nintendo however i'm able if that means that he wants to continue working on smash then of course like yeah let's continue to have sakurai on smash because nobody knows smash better better than him nobody can do a smash type game better than him but if Sakurai is at the place where, you know, however many years from now, let's say a couple of years from now, when, when Nintendo starts thinking about what to do with the next, next Smash, or let's even say like they're thinking about it right now, right? Let's say Nintendo's having the talks of, all right, Switch 2 is coming around sooner than later. We are going to start doing the thing that Nintendo does, which is, hey, 
each of our major franchises is getting an entry on this platform because that's how they treat their main franchises. You know you're going to get a Mario on the next mm. on the next Switch. Okay. You know you're going to get a Zelda. You know you're going to get a, a I was going to say a Sonic. That's not right. You know you're going to get a Pokemon, right? You know you're going to get a Super Smash Brothers. If that's the case, right? They're probably talking about it right now. And if Sakurai doesn't want to do it or if Sakurai has other plans or other things that he wants to do, I think it could be really exciting to not have him on it and go from the ground up, try to figure out what is the left turn for Smash that's going to create something that's still special, right? But something that's not iterative on what we've had before because Smash for entries now has been iterative. It's gotten better and better and better because it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and additive. But what if we went back to a Smash that started off with, let's say 20 characters and you know, you get back to your basics and go, cool, how do we redefine what Smash is I think that could be really exciting for the next entry. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And guess what? You port Smash Ultimate <laughs> to the new the platform. Yep, yeah, and yeah. you just make Smash Ultimate the thing because Smash Ultimate exists. Uh, and so that's how I would go about it. But Mike, I know you played you played quite a bit of Smash. Yeah, I mean, also. I've been playing Smash since the N64. And I think that's what gets me so interested when you talk about this. Because you, you hit all of the things that I wanted to talk about. It's like, of course, the answer is, when's the next one? Right? Like, Bear, you can give me the double check when Smash Bros. Ultimate came out. Right? It has been a while yeah. now, right? So now the question for me as a you know casual fan of it is, I'm always there for the hype new cycle of here's a new one, right? So when is that next one? And also, like you said, right, Smash to me from the N64 to right now, yes, it's been refined. It has been evolved. It has grown bigger and bigger, but it is very much the same thing. Four to eight jabronis on a platform smashing each other off the side of it, right? Like there is no real change to that. Yeah. I know a lot of people who are diehards, they'll see the changes, but like, like you said, right, if I brought a new fresh blood or we said, hey, how do we take a just wild left turn? What is Smash, right? Where mm -hmm. can we take Smash that is different from what I have seen since the N64 days, yeah. right? And it's really tough is because there something new? I, that's the tough thing is I don't know what that idea is. And, you and know, if you, you could, go too crazy, the fan base will freak out. And then, of, of course, course, we're going to But I think you also need ultimate. to do that, right? You have to. Like, yeah, yeah. you have to do something that's going to freak people out because mm – -hmm. Whatever you do is going to freak people out because it's Smash, right? People are precious, precious about it, and it's been this thing for so long. But if you want to grow, if you want to find a new path, if you want to create something fresh and new, yeah, you got to make something that's going to turn a lot of people off. And maybe it could be something as simple as, hey, yeah, in the new Smash, we're uh, simplifying it down. 20 characters. Um, we're replacing all the items with new items. No, we're not doing any returning stages. It's all new content. I think that could be a, a, a way to do it. I think changing up the rules of what a Smash is yeah, yeah. could be the way to do it. Maybe it isn't straight up a platform fighter. Maybe they, maybe they invent a new genre of fighting game, mm -hmm. right? Like like they did with the first one. It, this takes me back to the conversation I had with Greg um, a, a couple of days ago about PlayStation and um, about like how you do a crossover title that serves that uh, that roster of IPs well because they did PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale, but that game wasn't the it wasn't the greatest, right? It wasn't what you wanted to live up as a Smash competitor. So maybe play, maybe PlayStation would be better served if you wanted to do a crossover game with a card game or a kart racer or something else. Maybe instead of Smash Brothers, you do like a Smash Kart. <laughs> maybe you do a find a different spin-off thing that isn't Smash Brothers yeah. and then port over Smash Ultimate as like this thing that the Smash community is gonna love, but then try to find other forays into the fun Nintendo crossover title that can, again, keep things interesting and hopefully make something new because I think that would be the exciting way to go with it. 
Yeah, it, it's so interesting to see where Smash is right now, right? Because, like, Smash is, this is the ultimate version. This has everything you want and could ever want, right? It's almost as if, like, when we talk about Madden and, like, hey, getting away from the annual step and just kind of roster updates and where what would this look like? That's what Smash is right now, right? Like, yeah. this is where it's going to be. All we can do is add some stages, add some characters, and, like, you have the yeah. perfect game. What more do you like, want? Like, if right? anything... If you wanted to keep it simple, if you wanted to keep it safe, and I mean, on one hand, I'd be down with this. On the other hand, I'd want more is, hey, when Switch 2 comes around, you announce more fighter packs and you announce more stage packs. If you wanted to play it safe. I think Nintendo, that's that's the safe and easy one. Yeah. Another safe and easy one, like you said, right, is what if we just go back down? Hey, this is Smash, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. There's 20 characters, all brand new stages, all brand new items, and we'll slowly add again. Yeah. Right, like that. That's another safe, easy layup. I think the fun, wacky one is bring in the fresh blood. Let them get weird with it. And what if it is a side-scrolling beat or side-scrolling beat 'em up? What if it is a two D yeah. fighter? Right. What like, if you what, went back? What to if ideas we just get had. weird with it? What right? if you just, went back to subspace emissary and went, all right, what uh -huh. didn't work about this? How can we make this even doper? Uh, I think those could be the things that really breathe in fresh life. I, I, what if it is brand new art style? You know, mm -hmm. like Smash tends to do that slightly between games. You know, Melee had a different art style from Brawl, which had a bit of a yeah. different art style from uh, Super Smash Brothers for the Wii U, but it all is still Smash with like different attitudes or whatever. What if you just went all the way and it is, all right, full 2D this time, right? Or like you're doing hand-drawn Smash. Like what if you went, some went somewhere wild with Smash that really made it feel and look like a different thing? I think those are the kind of conversations that would be worthwhile having. And those are the conversations that I think you need to have if you're not able to get Sakurai back, because then it is, let's not copy what Sakurai did because nobody's going to do this better than Sakurai. It's the same way that like, I can't imagine a Metal Gear without Kojima, right? If you're going to make one, mm -hmm. you got to like do something yeah, yeah. completely different, like do a different kind of story. And, and that's where I want to go. It's like from your indications, because you're keeping up with the news, especially when it comes to Smash Bros. What has he indicated? Has he ever indicated in the past that he might want to go and make something completely different and just leave Smash behind? That's like such a weird give and take of this is your baby. You're yeah. looking for who is next, right? Who is next in line? And also, what does he want to do, right? Like, has he ever indicated on one of these YouTube videos of, you know, the next thing I want to do is go make a puzzle game? Has he ever said anything like that where you'd be like, oh, he wants to leave? Kind of funny that Homsus, you're wrong for people on this. Because I, I, I want to say he has indicated that he's done with smash but okay. one i might be conflating it with kojima because kojima has been doing the same thing with Metal gear for the last yeah. decades um but also like the quote here makes it sound like i'd be open to coming back <laughs> if they wanted me i think the thing is though that he's done smash for so long that it's hard for me to imagine that like he wants to keep doing this for the rest of his life unless he does right yeah. if that's the case then cool keep doing it because people love it um but i i wouldn't be surprised if, if sakurai is like yeah no i'm i'm done i I created my magnum opus multiple times over. Like, yeah. I don't need to keep keep doing this. But kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Let me know if there's any um like quote, direct quote from Sakurai. Do you, do you think it's tough being in that room right now, being him of going, we're all looking at him going, well, what's next? What do you want to do? And he kind of looks at you and goes, man, I, we got it, right? Like this is it, right? Yeah. How do I improve upon this without taking a wicked left turn where people might criticize or be uptight about what we've done, right? Or mm -hmm. does he have... The stuff where Nintendo, no matter what, is going to keep him? Does he have any indication of, oh, I'm going to just leave now and go create my own thing? Or is it, I, I, you know, I want to work with Nintendo however I can because I'll mm -hmm. just stay here? I mean, I think it, it, it's either or, right? Okay. Like Sakurai, again, I forget uh, if he's like, 
if he has his own studio now. Like, I think he's doing some of his own stuff now. Of course, he has his own YouTube channel. Okay. Um, but I don't know if he feels, I don't think he feels the pressure from the audience because I think the audience is also at a place where we're pretty satisfied with Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yeah. You know, once we get, I think, once a new Switch comes out and we get a few years into that, if there's not a, if there's, if they didn't port Ultimate or whatever, I think that's where people start to get a little bit ravenous and go, all right, what's up with the next Smash Brothers? But for now, I would imagine that Sakurai is, is chilling and doing his own thing. And like he's done side stuff that isn't Smash um, as well in the past. Like he did, again, this might be a you're wrong thing. I believe he was Kid Icarus when the Kid Icarus Uprising came out. He's also okay. done like Kirby games <laughs> and stuff. Like he has other forays that he goes into. And like he's, I think he's found a passion too with uh, his YouTube stuff as well. And so I think he's chilling. I think he's doing, he's doing his own thing. But from these quotes, it sounds like he has no, um, like he, it, it doesn't sound like he's, an automatic no from like, when it comes to Nintendo coming yeah. to them to create another thing. It sounds like he's very open to it. And so I, I think this is a, a, a big story here and a, an exciting story, right? Mm -hmm. Someone with a lot of talent, someone who has brought to you, brought you a franchise that you know and love has evolved it over the times that you have grown with and really enjoyed what's next, right? I think that is a big one, especially for Nintendo on that side, that franchise is so important. So special sells a ton of copies, right? Like, what is next? When is that time? Or is it just a port, right, Bless? Yeah. But that is kind of far away. You yeah. know what's coming up soon. What's that? Some Call of Duty news. Let's talk about Call of Duty right now because Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 will be revealed in Warzone. Jordan Midler from VGC writes, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 will be revealed during a Warzone event. As revealed as part of a blog post detailing the fifth season of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2, Activision has confirmed that it will once again use an in-game event to detail upcoming content for the series. Drop into Call of Duty Warzone to experience the worldwide reveal of Call of Duty 2023 in a limited time event, it says. Join the ranks of Shadow Company to take on uh, Connie forces and secure the chemical weapon threat before it's too late. Stay tuned for Call of Duty channels for more details about the upcoming reveal. The game's logo, protagonist Captain Price, and what some fans are suggesting looks like villain Vladimir Markov appeared on promotional cans of Monster Energy over the weekend, a leak that was later acknowledged by Activision. Call of Duty 2023 is reportedly a continuation of last year's Modern Warfare 2, with development being led by Sledgehammer Games. Activision seemingly confirmed this last week when it said that Modern Warfare 2 operators, weapons, and bundles will carry forward into the year's series entry, or into this year's series entry, which has yet to be officially revealed. Maps and modes from Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 will also be carried over to the new title, It Has Been Claimed. Blessing. Yeah. More Call of Duty action. How oh are we feeling God. about this? Oh, I'm shocked. Come on, Mike, I can't man. believe it. It's here. <laughs> Call of Duty is finally happening. Just like a clock is right twice a day. Yeah. Here I, it comes. Being, having the new Call of Duty game leaked by cans of Monster Energy is only fitting. Is the most Call of Duty thing yeah. uh -huh. I think could, hap uh, could happen. Um, but what do you think about this? Like, I, I, I mean, I know that you, you've probably known that uh, Modern Warfare 3 has been rumored. Yes. Is, this what you want? Like, do you like the reveals happening within Call of Duty Warzone? And also, I Sledgehammer is developing it, which is that is that that's not usually how it goes, right? Isn't it Infinity Ward that does Modern Warfare? Am I wrong about that? 
Give me a double check on that, Barrett. I think just because of where we're going, I think it might be their turn on that one. Okay. I think Raven has moved to doing Warzone support, so I think it is Sledgehammer and Infinity Ward probably switching off and on on this one right now. Uh, But I am super excited about this one, Bless. Of course, Modern Warfare 2, very, very good last year. I am excited for more Modern Warfare. I do not... Really like going back to Black Ops. I could really care less when we go to Vanguard or the World War II setting. I think Modern Warfare for me is my favorite setting. And I think if you're building upon Modern Warfare 3, and we are, if it is to be true, trying to step back from yearly releases and allowing these teams more time to cook and create something better and different, I think the half step of saying, hey, we're making Modern Warfare 3, maybe it's just a mini campaign and we're carrying all over the guns and the weapons and the operators and the game modes from Modern Warfare 2 very much feels like to me, hey, here's a half-step quick expansion. Here's some minimal effort stuff so we can focus on more the next time we come around. When it comes to in-game reveals, I think this is cool, right? When we talk about these living, breathing worlds of Fortnite, Apex, Warzone, like these games as a service that are meant to be Always breathing, always online, a great way to tell stories, an awesome way to have big events, whether it be a Fortnite concert or more. Yes, this is how I want it, right? Get me excited to jump in. The only problem with these events, truly and honestly, Bless, Mm -hmm. is you jump in once and then the wow factor is over. I wish that the Call of Duty events were more, I don't know, maybe a bigger spectacle, felt more fun like a Fortnite concert. Very much the Call of Duty events feel like you jump in once, you kind of see whatever cool little thing they want to do, and then it quickly is like, okay, we're just back to murdering each other, and it's not as fun as I thought it would be, right? Mm. Godzilla and King Kong was fine. Not that great. The other events that they've had is usually just like some crazy flyover, the map gets bombed, and that's about it. There's never been anything wowing with a Call of Duty event. So I am interested to see, like, how do you reveal what's next in Warzone or making that exciting? Probably won't be that great, in all honesty, yeah. but I do like the ideas, right? I think Epic and Fortnite have found that and made it really fun. Call of Duty, I think, still struggles with the idea of doing big, cool in-game events. Yeah. But of course, right now, you can get some Temp V and all of a sudden become a superhero in Call oh. of Duty, and I'm digging that. I'll tell you what, give me a little Temp V, some laser eyes, some quick teleportation. Wait, because I thought it was just a skin. Are you really getting the, uh-huh, the yeah, yeah. power? There's Temp V, yeah, yeah. Oh, snap, all right. Yeah, yeah, so there's Is that like, like a kill streak thing? How's that uh, No, you pick it up out of a box, and then you, you can use it at any moment. So you'll get like laser eyes. You can teleport into the sky and then be able to redeploy, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also one where you shock people in front of you and then like they shoot their weapons like it's a stun stun grenade it's kind of cool stuff but yeah the in-game events i think in call of duty side have never been incredible and wowing i think they struggle with that of like what is that how do we keep it semi-real and not go too crazy but we still want to have fun clearly the game has been live for quite some time now like where do you really step out so i I think they're trying, but they've never found the perfect one, in my opinion. Gotcha. But yeah. I'm excited about this. I, are you excited about the next one being Modern Warfare 3? Are you a big Modern, Warf- Modern Warfare person? Did you yes. like the last Modern Warfare 2 game that came out? Yeah, so as I was saying, I loved Modern Warfare 2. I thought yeah. that was one of their best thus far, if not my favorite campaign, truly and honestly. I thought the campaign was really, really good. I loved what they've done with Spec Ops. I like what they've done with DMZ and Warzone. I think they're really figuring out what... Modern Warfare and Black Ops are. I think they struggle with that third entry that they don't quite know what they're doing when it comes to World War II and beyond. I mean, do you think that's why? Because Sledgehammer was the ones that did Vanguard and stuff, right? And Infinity Ward is typically the studio that has done Modern Warfare. Is that 
is sledgehammer making this game is that them just getting rid of the third third entry i don't think it is because i think you still want that third entry i think there's been some good ones right but i think you focus on the now of the two really good ones the ones that are the most popular let's get through this activision blizzard acquisition and then reassess where we're at right but like right now i think the best step for them was let's just stick with modern warfare right keep it simple keep it easy like i said before it looks like they put out the twitter poll of hey what if you kept your guns your operators and your skins and we just kind of pushed them over right i think the audience wants that as we always talk about right the annualization of these titles yes they sell well they're the best selling games every single year because there is a crazy audience for that but what if one year we let you keep all of that instead of Mike having to rebuy all of this stuff that he puts in every single year, right? So, like, I am interested in that. I don't think it will be a big wowing one. I'm hoping for a solid campaign out of them. If they can give me a smaller campaign, I'm happy with that. But on the flip side, if you keep the game modes, you keep the guns, you keep all my in-game purchases, that's a win for yeah. me as a consumer, right? Because I don't have to do it again. I love that. I'm this, interested in This it. almost feels like a half step of um, we don't, necessarily want to put in uh, this sound this sounds rude but i mean in a good way right put in all the work and, and all the development power into creating something from the ground up once again when we have this in- infrastructure that is modern warfare 2 that people seem are se- seemingly enjoy right let's make a modern warfare 3 that is more transitional that yeah. isn't a hey modern warfare 3 now you're starting all over once again for another year mm-hmm. in a row right like hey what if you got to transition all your stuff because guess what there are so many ways to get into call of duty now between Warzone and Call of Duty Mobile and like all the different stuff that's yep. happening within the Call of Duty world. I think having to restart every year on top of that is just a lot. And so I, I kind of like the idea of here's Modern Warfare 2. Now here's Modern Warfare 3 that is literally <laughs> straight up just the sequel to Modern mm-hmm. Warfare 2, but it almost is treated as an update, like a big update um, uh, on top of Modern Warfare 2. I think that's a smart way to do it. This could be the moment and maybe we just don't realize it and maybe this is what they're doing in the back end. Like we talked about of like stepping away from dropping the title every single year. Yeah. Right. Like this is just maybe a larger expansion pack onto what is already the game from last year. Now that buys the Black Ops team more time. Now that buys you another year to figure out what is that third title if we're going to continue three, right? Like Everybody's been asking for it. People clearly want it, right? Like, is this the move that we're going to see? Also, on the flip side, will this land, right? As a Call of Duty diehard, I love the yearly annualization of Call of Duty. I know a lot of people will go crazy for that, Mm -hmm. but I love getting a new Call of Duty every single year. Why? Because for a full six to nine months, I go hard in Call of Duty. I am all over that game playing it all the time, and then guess what, Bless? Mm -hmm. I get burnt out, and I say, I want more. And then what do they do? They give me more because they give me a brand-new game, right? And sure, it is the exact same game, just (laughs) reskinned into a different setting, but as a consumer, as someone who loves Call of Duty, that's what I want, right? I want something fresh every time, and this will be an interesting one of, like, we talk about, I know the audience wants that and people say they want the different ones. What will happen now when this drops and I go, man, this is more the same. I'm bored. I don't want this. You know what I mean? How fast will I turn instead of six to nine months? Will it be three months of, I don't want this anymore Mm. because I've already played this. I wish we were doing black ops now, or I wish we were doing world at war. That will be the fun part that I want to see from the audience. Cause I know a lot of people talk this way and that way. Where will they fall at the end of the day? Yeah. I mean, I think I think it's just them experimenting with balance with the balance of that mm-hmm. the exact that exact thing you're saying because if like 
you know, seeing the whole transition of Activision being bought by by Xbox, I'm sure there are big discussions about, all right, what is best for Call of Duty? Like, what is the best way Call of Duty can operate to where we can maximize how well these games do, but also take advantage of the fact that these games are going to be on Game Pass and also make sure that these studios are not getting burnt out and they're being used the right way, especially coming off of Sledgehammer putting out games like uh, uh, Vanguard and Activision on the Activision side not being happy with the sales, even though it's still the best-selling game of the year, <laughs> which is fucking wild when you think about wild, it. bro. I, yeah, I could see the case of, hey, instead of doing yeah these three different Call of Duty games every, every year, it is, all right, Modern Warfare, and then the next year, it is year two of that same Modern Warfare game, but it's a big, a big push for year two, a big expansion for that year two to make it feel like you're getting something worthwhile at that at that year cut. And then after that, all right, let's go back to Black Ops. Now Black Ops year two. All right, back to Modern Warfare. Now Modern Warfare year two, right? Treat these as two-year two um, lifespans for these games, but, you know, give people that mid-update, yeah. that mid update, right, after that first year to keep people involved and engaged and also use Warzone as a way to keep all that connected as well, right? To keep that money up. Yeah. <laughs> that money going. Keep that money going uh, so that, like, you're able to still have that feeling of having those three call of duty call of duty brands interacting with each other i think there's a balance there that they can find it's just about i think i think one is about getting fully bought right and being able to play with that ecosystem but yeah it's about feeling it out and figuring it out listen we have a, a more fun call of duty news segment right after this but first i want to kick it over to a word from our sponsors remember if you're supporting over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games you can get the show ad free and you don't have to hear a word of these ads Goodbye. This episode is brought to you by PayPal Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Did you know it only takes a few seconds to get it? That means if you go to add it to your laptop or iPhone right now, you could be done before this ad read is even over. And you know what else works fast? Honey's deal finding abilities. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. When you check out, the Honey button appears. All you have to do is click apply coupons. You wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that and then if it finds a working coupon you will find the prices drop we've saved thousands of dollars thanks to honey buying costumes props tech over the years honestly not using honey is just silly honey doesn't just work on desktop it works on your iphone too just activate it on safari on your phone and you get to save on the go getting honey seriously only takes a few seconds and by getting it you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show you can get paypal honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kind of funny that's joinhoney.com slash kind of funny this episode's brought to you by shady rays take on the sun with gear built to last our friends at shady rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures just like mike likes them shady rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements if you lose or break your pair even on day one they told us they will send you a brand new pair no questions asked and every purchase supports the shady rays impact program which works directly with nonprofits and their communities to empower and make adventure accessible for all walks of life from childhood cancer patients to young adults with serious health conditions exclusively for y'all listening right now shady rays is giving out their best deal of the season go to shadyrays.com and use code kind of funny for 50 percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people Again, that's shadyrays.com. Use code kinda funny. 
This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. We all know life can be hard. It's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you and never take a moment to think about what you need from yourself. I know from experience how often it just seems easier to care about others and keep it moving. But when we spend all of our time giving, it can leave us feeling stretched thin and burned out. Therapy can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. For more balance with BetterHelp, visit betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash kindoffunny betterhelp.com slash kind of funny welcome back everyone i know bless the audience is gonna freak because we have some more call of duty news but bear with me it's a fun piece of news because big snoop is coming back to the game bless that's right laura croft Nicki minaj snoop dogg and 21 savage are joining the call of duty modern warfare 2 and war zone lineup wesley leblanc writes at gamesindustry.biz Tomb Raider, Lara Croft, and hip-hop artists Nicki Minaj, Snoop Dogg, and 21 Savage are all joining the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone sometime during Season 5, which launches next month. More specifically, Season 5 of Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone begins August 2nd, and it it's during this season that Lara Croft, Nicki Minaj, uh, Snoop Dogg, and 21 Savage will join the game as playable operators. Croft will arrive as an operator bundle on the store mid-season, as will 21 Savage, but Snoop Dogg will arrive in the launch window and Nicki Minaj hits the game in season, according to a Call of Duty blog post about season five. Call of Duty brings these musical artists to the game to celebrate 50 years of hip-hop. Anyone who logs in between August 7th and 16th on four separate days within that time period will receive a free gift. The first three days will grant a war track from the 80s, 90s, or 2000s, and on the fourth login day, you will receive a special weapon blueprint. Kotaku contacted Activision to confirm that Nicki Minaj, Snoop Dogg, and 21 Savage did voiceover work for their operators. Oh, boy. That's awesome. Snoop D-O-double-G is back, bless. Yeah, I absolutely love this. Okay. Um, I've seen people online, like, complaining or confused about it, and I'm like, y'all... First of all, they added Homelander last week. <laughs> like we can and Starlight. I was and, shooting at Starlight just last night. Oh, I didn't know that. It was that, crazy. That's really cool. Um, but like, yeah, they added them last week. They've had zombies in Call of Duty yeah, for the last uh-huh, decade and a half. Uh-huh. You got to play as fucking Ronald Reagan shooting up zombies yes, a decade did. and a half ago in Black Ops. Uh-huh. I don't think Nicki Minaj is like the, the most crazy thing to be added to a Call of Duty game. Uh, and also, like, listen, I love that they're celebrating the um, 50 year anniversary of hip hop. Yes, it's been like. I've been seeing the most random, like, I guess, I've been seeing this pop up in the most random places of the 50th year of hip-hop, like, celebrations of, like, I'll turn into my McDonald's one day, and they're like, hey, we got the 50 year of hip-hop meal. And I'm like, wait, hold, hold on. Everybody's getting in on this. We gotta right, celebrate. Cool. But yeah, cool. Like, twenty, a lot of kids love 21 Savage, and so that's dope. A lot of adults love Snoop Dogg, so that's great. Snoop and then a lot of yeah. people in my age range love Nicki Minaj. Nicki. Uh-huh. And so that's awesome, right? The fact that they're spanning these three generations of hip-hop this way. I think they got the right people. And then also, shout out to Lara Croft being in here for some reason. What a weird... That- <laughs> 
anything, the weirdest if anything, edition. that's the weird addition to me is Lara Croft. <laughs> I told you beforehand, I was like, out of all of this, she is the oddest addition, but she fits the most in the game, which I get. But at the same time, why is she here when we're celebrating 50 years of rap and hip hop, right? Like because of her appearance on epic rap battles. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this for anybody freaking out, of course, Kevin Durant is in the game. Lionel Messi is in the game. Neymar is in the game, yeah. right? Like we had Nick Mertz and Tim, the tap man, like they are adding people all the time. There is a man with a rat mascot helmet on. There is a guy with a cat helmet on. Like we have fun with this. If you also, rewind, I was wrong about uh, Ron and Reagan. I meant John F. Kennedy. Oh, okay, there you go. If you <laughs> and rewind, Richard Nixon also. of course, back to Warzone 1, we had the Saw character. We had Texas Chainsaw Man. We had a bunch of crazy collabs and crossovers, so it's only fitting. Shout out to Snoop Dogg for being in a second Call of Duty operator skin in yeah. Warzone. Shout out so to Snoop Dogg for having just a continued uh, presence in video games. Being because the- He's also in uh, Tekken Tag Tournament 2 yes. as Snoop Lion. Do you remember back in the day? I don't know if you remember, Bless. I'm sure you do. The old school Call of Duty Modern Warfare either two or three when it was at its height mm-hmm. had a commercial with every yes. single celebrity you've ever seen. They don't do and those commercials. Anymore, they don't do, do that. But man, was it one of the greatest moments yeah. of seeing everybody you ever loved just on the screen celebrating COD. And it was like, this is so cool. What a moment. Dude, and if I, I wish, I wish they still had that. Those commercials, I look forward to them every, every few years when a, yeah. when a black ops was coming through because mm-hmm. I thought they were so cool. My one thing with this update and the characters they're adding lay it on me. Because I'm so close to booting up Call of Duty when you add 21 Savage and Nicki Minaj. Yes. If you added Ice Spice, oh, I'm picking up the controller, man. Lunch. I'm picking up the controller, yep. dude. Uh-huh. Oh, my go- oh, my goodness. That's that's dope. I mean, shout out. I, I enjoyed this, and I hope other people enjoy this. I know they will. Uh, I like this. My only critique of this mm-hmm. is if I was Call of Duty, I would give the people what they want. What I don't like here, Bless, is they write, anyone who logs in between the 7th and the 16th for four separate days within that time period will receive a free gift. Mm -hmm. The free gift always sucks. They're writing the first three days, you'll get a war track. Hey, that's cool and fun. But on the fourth day, you'll get a special weapons blueprint. Give me a free operator. Give me one of these four. Yeah. Right? Like, let's get out of our Duffy. Let's have some fun. Let's give the people what they want. And maybe, oh, there's a surprise fifth character. It's Ice Ice Spice. And bang, on the fourth day, you get that. That's what I really wish these games did because they are so money hungry. And they encourage me to want to play four days in a row, which, don't get me wrong, I was probably going to already, or I really enjoy playing your game. I want to, Mm -hmm. but let's... Let's give back a little bit. Let's yeah. celebrate and have some fun. What is one operator to you? It's nothing, right? So give the people what they want. Let's do it. Let's go above and beyond and get that going. Agreed. I can't wait to play a Snoop Dogg. Gosh, go. Darn it, man. It is so much fun. I'm excited about that one. Let's talk some Xbox news. Story number four. Xbox has reportedly started suspending players who run emulators in retail mode. Chris Scullion from VGC reports. Xbox has reportedly started issuing temporary suspensions to players who use emulators in retail mode. Previously, users were able to download emulators as applications directly. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply from the Microsoft Store, which would allow them to play retro game ROMs on any retail Xbox Series console. Microsoft then later disabled the loophole that would let these applications run on the retail mode of the system, though users could still run the applications in developer mode. Earlier this month, a group claimed to have found another way to get emulators running on retail mode and started a Patreon account asking for $2 per month for access to their new method. It would appear this didn't last long as Microsoft has now started cracking down on all retail emulation and those who use it. Blessing. Yeah. There's a commotion inside the office right now, but stop. <laughs> There's a commotion. Stop everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Lord. What's happening. What's happening. Blessing is history in the making. Ladies and gentlemen, We've been lucky enough to have all manner yeah. of celebrity in the kind of funny spare bedroom. A lot since of celebrities. We, uh, started in October. Cisco, the dragon. Cisco is here. Yeah. The dragon. WWE superstar. Xavier Woods. Thank you. Yeah. Austin, AKA Austin Creed. Yeah, yeah, down, down there you go. And of course, the one, the only, Anthony Carboni. Oh, he's amazing. He's but incredible. we're about to put them all to shame, ladies Ooh-wee. and gentlemen. As you know, since we started kind of funny and started living this dream we've been asking for one man to come on the show one man one man to spend his time with us one man you know i keep saying man not a man more than a man he's not a man at all what what is it ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the stage the one the only crash bandicoot the coot it's the coot God. Oh my god. <laughs> it's really him. He's oh, it's Crash Bandicoot. If you're an audio listener, Crash Bandicoot is in this office yeah, right now. He's doing the, the and he is, thri- he is uh he's getting it down. He's getting it. This is the famous crash dance. We all know it well. You know? We crash all can Bandicoot, do it at home, but way we bigger take his moment, way bigger in person. He's way bigger in person. Way bigger in person. Now. Holy cow. Crash, thank you so much for coming to join us. There's your megaphone. Thing on, is this on? I don't know that it's on, Craig. I, I I'm sorry, Crash. I, you just handed me the thing. There you go. Now it's on. And then crank the volume. I've waited my entire life for this moment. Thank you for allowing this to happen. I am Crash Bandicoot. Everybody, get me the plumber, man. Get me the plumber, man. Snowbike Mike. He get him needs the plumber. the plumber. Oh man, I'm I'm happy you didn't ask for the blue hedgehog. You know, I hold that guy Bring very me precious. Sonic. Oh no, he said his name. <laughs> he said his name. So. I Let's talk about how incredible this suit is and how good you look right what now. What suit are you talking about? Oh, yeah, right. You're right. You look so good, Coot, right now. You're looking incredible. Thank you for joining us here in the spare bedroom. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I've been waiting to be here uh, about 30 years now. What are you doing here? I just want to hang out with you, Bless. 
Oh, Maybe yeah. play some games. What do you want to play later, Mike? I, I want to play some Crash games with Crash Bandicoot himself. So we're definitely going to play some Crash Team Rumble. Maybe Woo! even take you back old school when you were kind of a little different looking when we play uh, Crash T Crash 1. Yeah, I like that. That sounds fun. We'll be here all day hanging out with y'all on Twitch.tv slash games, YouTube.com slash games. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, Greg Miller? I'm great in the chat. Icaros says, lol, he's winded. <laughs> it's really heavy. It's really heavy. Can I get the, the wide real quick? I don't think yeah, it gets much wider. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look at how it actually fits on me. Can we not talk? Oh, them? my Lord. Yeah. That's, that's my... Uh... That's, oh. where, that's where his head should be. I mean, but you're going to be hanging out with us all day. like this all day. <laughs> you're going to make it. No regrets. It's yeah. so awesome to have Crash here with us. Crash is here. Big fan. Right, we'll keep watching the stream, everybody. Love you. I don't keep crash. watching the stream for more Crash to Bandicoot crash. in the office. When Tim does return one day, he's going to be two inches shorter, <laughs> <laughs> compressing his spine. Uh, it's not that Tim is missing this, though. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunate for him. I know he's a big fan. All right. Thank you, Crash, for joining the show. Um, bless. We were talking about Xbox issuing temporary suspensions. Yeah. For, of course, anyone running emulators on retail mode. Mm hmm. What do you think about this? Of course, was this, of course, a risk that you would take if you were running such programs on your Xbox? Do you think that it is unfounded that they should be giving out suspensions because I mm -hmm. turned on an emulator? Where do you fall on this? Uh, it's not unfounded because it's their platform, and I'm sure yeah. they're protecting themselves against Nintendo coming through and having, I mean, really, Xbox just doesn't want issues with Nintendo. I think that's the big thing. Okay, right? okay. You don't want Nintendo or other companies having reason to be mad or not work with xbox for whatever reason we've seen stories recently in the past of nintendo hitting up discord to, uh, to try and get the names of people who were uh, either pirating games oh. or doing, doing that sort of thing on their platform as well and so a lot of companies are very precious about emulation right and especially when, when um, uh, roms come into play and so yeah i think xbox is just trying to protect themselves uh you have the option to not emulate things on retail mode right which you know, I think it's fine. And honestly, like, I mean, my thing, Mike, is I, I, I'm, I might allegedly dig emulation. You know, okay, I might, okay, I might okay. allegedly try out emulating a game. Yeah, here yeah. And there. Uh huh. Uh huh. I've never, I've never thought about doing it on my Xbox though. Interesting. Like, yeah, why, yeah. I don't Have you know ever thought reason. about doing it on your console as opposed to a PC? Yeah. No, I don't know why I would do it on a console versus a PC unless okay. maybe I'm somebody who maybe, maybe you only I don't have, have a console. A maybe I don't have yeah, a PC, yeah. right? Maybe uh -huh. I can only afford an Xbox. Um, so I understand that scenario, but okay. I think there are probably other and easier ways to go about emulation than doing it on your Xbox. I think it's fun that you can do it on your Xbox, but yeah, yeah, I mean, just do it on your PC. Yeah, I've never been, as you know, bless. I'm not, uh, you know, savvy enough to figure out how to get these things working on my PC or console ever. I am one that would have to give somebody $2 to get an application to be able to get that kind of stuff. Yeah. But also, you know, I think you clearly know the rules of emulation and what that means, right? Of like, they were very clear on, if you were to put this on a console and we were ever to have to crack down, you're probably going to get a nice little punishment of yeah. maybe a suspension, maybe even further on. So I think anyone who jumps into that pool probably knows the risks and should understand if you are mad at receiving a 15-day suspension for breaking said rules, yeah. you should probably know that you got into this already. 15-day you know? suspension? That's nice. <laughs> like, that is actually, that's actually like, okay, cool. That's fair. You know, yeah. a significant amount of users have been receiving a 15-day suspensions as a warning shot from Xbox. The fact that they're giving you a warning shot and going, hey, don't do this for 15 days, you're out. Yeah. 
it could be a permanent ban, ban right? It could be a permanent suspension, or I guess that's what expulsion. <laughs> but like, uh, just be happy that that's not the case. Um, and so yeah, I think Xbox is handling handling this the right way, you know. And mm. I, ideally, I would love to live in the world where emulation and ROMs are all legal and we're all just playing each other's games and they're because they're classic games and yeah. you guys aren't really providing them to us anyway. But this is where we're at. Yeah, it's an interesting dance, right, that we can talk about because I think anybody can fire off from either direction, right? Of course, we just talked about, hey, if you break the rules on a platform that clearly isn't yours, you know what's going to happen, right? Yeah. And then on the flip side is people want to play these games that they can't play anymore, right? Like there are games that we will never be able to play or it is difficult to play them on a modern console and, you know, people want to figure out how to preserve those games. And I think we've always had that conversation of preserving video game history and being able to play these games or somehow keep them alive in the future. Xbox has done a terrific job with backwards compatibility, right? They've done their best to put on over a thousand titles that you can play with backwards compatibility from your 316 original Xbox, which is rad, right? Yeah. Other companies might not be doing that or starting to do some of that, but there will always be this line of, I want to play X, Y, and Z, but I can't ever play that. How do I get it onto a modern console? Because I want to be able yeah. to play those games that I love. Also, on the flip side, I'm clearly breaking the rules on this platform and ecosystem. So what are the repercussions? But, yeah, yeah it's very interesting. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. uh, stay safe out there. Yeah, stay safe. <laughs> Don't get got. Wear stay safe. Wear prote for protection, I guess. Yeah. Let's go on to story number five. Tekken 8 fans use cheat engine to recover potential unannounced playable characters. <laughs> we're some heathens, man. <laughs> Wesley Yinpool at IGN. We're just we're stressing these game companies out. And Te you know what? You deserve it. Tekken 8 fans use cheat engine to dig into the game's files, uncovering a list of potentially unannounced playable characters. Players scrapped the build, or scrapped the build used for the recent PlayStation 5 Tekken 8 closed network test, which ran from July 21st to 24th, and took to Discord to report their findings. An image showing... Mike, I'm going to stop you right there and give a warning. I don't, I, think, I don't think most people care, but oh. we are going to say the name of the characters that are oh, in the league. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And so if you're somebody who, for some reason, you're like, I don't want to be spoiled or uh -huh. whatever... You bow out for the next oh, five minutes. Yeah, yeah. If you don't want to know the characters, plus, why don't you hit me with the list of characters? Because I was going to hit that. And I know you probably know them best than me because I only know the guy mm. with the tiger head. So hit me with it. Yeah. So an image showing a list of character files that includes those already announced. Also mentions unannounced characters such as Shaheen from Tekken 7, Raven from Tekken 5, Zafina from Tekken 6, Yoshimitsu from Tekken, Steve from Tekken 4, and Alyssa from Tekken 6 Bloodline Rebellion. Man, imagine just being named Steve. In the tech <laughs> franchise. What a disappointment Steve must be. But Steve is cool. Steve's my guy. I like, I like Steve. <laughs> uh, fans currently believe that believe that this leak is incomplete because it does not include series mainstays such as Kuma, but it's a solid indication of what to expect from the fighting game upon launch. Blessing, I kick it to you as my fighting game guy, Tekken. Eight. Of course, we're all excited for that one. Mm -hmm. Are you excited by the list of these names on the roster? Is this to be expected? What does the digging slash like pre-announcement of the lineup do for you as a fighting game fan? Is this the big moment where you're like, oh, snap, all these characters are here? Would you prefer a cool Mortal Kombat style? Like, hey, here's a dope trailer from Ed yeah. Boon and the team showing you these characters in this kind of world. So What's up? For the Mortal Kombat thing, I think the way Mortal Kombat's going about it is really cool because they're revealing characters in chunks as like 
hey, here are these characters from the Umgadi clan, or here are yeah. these characters from the Lin Kuei, and they oh, reveal cool. them all in like these trios. And I think that's a really fun and unique way to do it uh, because they're also doing that with story trailers at the same time. Uh, and so I really, really dig how Mortal Kombat's revealing their characters. Tekken's been revealing characters for Tekken 8. Like, at, at least in the first half of the year, they were doing it, I swear, every other week. And yeah. we have a, we already have a long list of characters for t people that, for um, the roster that's appearing in Tekken 8. And it's exactly who you would expect. I don't think there's, there's anything that's necessarily stand out here. It's nice to see that a lot of these characters are, co are coming back. But on top of the characters that we read in that news story, right, already announced officially are Jin, Devil Jin, Kazuya, Devil Kazuya, Jun, who is Jin's mom, who's like, a returning character from a while so that's actually really cool paul phoenix martial law jack eight king lars uh Zhao Yu, nina uh leroy smith asuka uh lili warong brian fury and claudio serafino when i look at all this it looks like a tekken roster yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. none of it is super wild or insane it's a lot of returning characters um which is cool like i'm i'm down for that i'm sure there's still gonna be a couple of new characters that are going to be announced you know you expect that for a founding game but everything we've seen here is is cool like I'm, I'm i'm down for it i'm excited for it um and so yeah like i mean for you is there anything that is pulling you into tekken 8 are you excited for tekken 8 at all or is this just another fighting game just a different fighting game style of it right being that 3d fighter as opposed to the 2d on the same level fighter for yeah. me is gets me interested. I'm still not the biggest fighting game fan unless it's the mainstay of Mortal Kombat, right? Then it just doesn't pull me in. Uh, I will give this one a try. We'll see if it gets me excited. If Snoop Dogg, like the chat just said, if Snoop Dogg was announced, oh my God. I'd be all over this. I'd be into this. Put Ice Spice and Tekken 8. Bring back Def Jam. Okay, let's just all be real really quick. Bring it back. That's what the people want. They want NFL Street. They want NBA Street. We want Def Jam fight for New York. Bring it back. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, this is exciting. I mean, yeah. the, the list of roster will never excite me. Even on the Mortal Kombat side, the one game that I'm excited about, you listing off all the names does not get me excited. You know what gets me excited? My hands on the sticks, me being able to play the game, beating up on my friends, and having a good time. The list of rosters will never excite me, but I know for the diehards, this is what gets them going. They want to know the mainstays. They want to know the new characters that are added or the potential, what could be the future, right? Yeah. So good on that. The other thing I'll say is that this is a lot of characters. Like, I've not counted them all, including the ones from the, um, like the, um, that people unearthed, uh, but a lot of like if you stopped here this would be a full fighting game roster oh. plus some it feels like i know tekken i think usually airs on more of the like heavy side of yeah. yeah we have more characters here but as i read through that list i was like dude i could have stopped a while ago and been all right and so yeah like i would think that beyond uh those care those new characters that i just mentioned maybe you have a couple more i the thing that surprises me the only thing that surprises me is that i don't see a lot of new names yeah. on here these are all a lot of returning names and so I'm still waiting to see who some of the new characters are. If you have new characters, maybe you don't. But um, that's like the only big observation that I have here. Okay. I like that. Well, let's go on to our final story of the day. Story number six, Sea of Stars has gone gold. In a tweet coming from the official Sea of Stars Twitter account, or should I say X account? When do we make the switch, Bless? I woke up this morning and I went into my folder that is like my social media yeah, yeah. accounts. Uh -huh. And on my Android phone, the logo had changed to X. Oh. And the name of it had changed to X. And uh, I think we've lost the war. <laughs> I think it's just X. Mine is still a bird. On it. Okay. Well, Sea of Stars tweets out, 
Sea of Stars has gone gold. The master build was submitted to certification, meaning the next people to touch the game will be you. Thanks again for the overwhelming support over the years. We hope you're looking forward to an exciting adventure. Well, congratulations to the Sea of Stars team. Most importantly, going gold is a big deal. Getting to that next big milestone and getting that much closer to release. And on the flip side, Blessing, surprisingly, this is a game I'm very excited to try out. I'm going to step out of my comfort zone once again, give this a try. I think Octopath really did a good job of pushing me into that kind of turn-based strategy game that I'm not. You played Octopath? I did. How did I not know this? What? I I enjoyed Octopath Okay, I'm not the only one here. This is like when we learn like a new origin story for Bless and like we learn of a new game that Mike has placed. You played Uh which one? Two? You played one. One. You played the first Octopath? Yeah, yeah, the demo got me excited so I played the first one and so I never played two. Yeah, the whole thing. You played all of Octopath Traveler 1. Yeah, but like, I mean, it didn't stick with me, right? So I'm looking for one. I mean, enough that you want to play this though. Yeah, well, I think what you do is you dip your toe in. Right, I think I dipped my toe in, and I'm now like, eh, maybe. Yeah. Right, and so this one, what's carrying this is the art style. Yeah, it looks. The gorgeous. art style gets me excited. That's what I want to do. So I want to check this one out. Will I love it? Maybe. You know what I mean. But yeah. I'm gonna try. I'm stepping out of my comfort zone, and that's the main goal. Is trying new things. Yeah. And Sea of I mean, Stars is that game. Sea of Stars is dope because they're speaking directly to fans of Chrono Trigger and they really want to make a game that evokes a lot of that energy and style. Mm-hmm. And so getting uh, the same composer, you know, is going to yeah. be huge. Having that art style that looks like it, um, that, that I think does both the thing of, oh yeah, this looks like a retro game, but it looks like a 2023 <laughs> retro game, mm-hmm. which is, looks very pretty, very vibrant, very beautiful. They're doing all the right things there. And I was surprised. I was um, skimming through their PlayStation blog post uh, last week. Um, when they, uh, I think they, they, when they announced that it's coming to PlayStation Plus Extra. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big win. Which is, because it's kind of both Extra and Game Pass, which is wild. Uh, But when I was reading their blog post, they were talking about traversal. And they were talking about, we've created all these different ways to move around the the, Mm -hmm. the overworld. And that was something that I thought was really cool and unique for this kind of game that they're focusing on how you, like, a lot of different ways to climb around and move around and like have really interesting traversal in the overworld. Yeah. I thought that was really weird and real and not weird. I thought that was really unique and different. Uh, and has me, I, I really want to pick up the sticks and see how that, how that goes. Right. I really want to try it out for that. Yeah. I, I shout out to sea of stars. You're on the list. Another big game for another big year here. Bless. It comes out another, in August. Another big game for another big year. I, I'm so nervous. <laughs> I'm going to be either playing like what armor core Maybe gearing up for gonna um, be lit. Gearing up for Starfield. Starfield gonna be lit. Spider Man's gonna be lit. I mean, I'm gonna be might, might be into Baldur's Gate three by then. Baldur's Gate gonna be lit. Sea of Stars gonna be lit. Am I gonna be able to play all this? I just question. got Brew Pub Simulator where I'm gonna open oh. my own pub. So I'm excited to play that. What about your you sticker business, man. I still have a sticker business that I need to Dave return to. Don't you have a pub? I've been Dave the Diver. I have a sushi restaurant in oh, Dave the Diver, and I can't stop with that. There's so You're running a sushi games. restaurant and a brew pub? I, I'm, and I'm, a sticker shop. And a, and sticker, a sticker shop. shop. I'm a small business owner now, bless. Wow. Small business owner. You look like a regular Greg Miller over here. <laughs> <laughs> Virtually, of course. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's very exciting stuff. And so this one is on the list. I know many people are excited about that one. But mm. blessing, of course, Sea of Stars is still just so far away. If I wanted to know what is coming to mom and grap shops today, where would I look? You would look toward the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Out today, blessing. We have a great list. Disney Illusion Island on Switch. 
Tim Geddes, of course, gave you the review yesterday on Kind of Funny Games Daily. High praise from one Tim Geddes. Yeah. Which seems very exciting. I do want to call out one Roger Picorni. Mm-hmm. See how this game says it's released on Switch. Yeah. When we all requested codes here as a team, Roger put Steam, please. And so I followed him like a jabroni oh, wow. because I would follow Roger anywhere. Idiot. And then Greg sent me a code and I tried to type it in the Steam and it didn't work. And I said, well, I guess I got a bad code. Turns out <laughs> it's only on, Steam, uh, only on Switch. <laughs> Have you redeemed it on your Switch? Uh, no, not yet. Oh my God. I will right away. <laughs> I think we did give Roger crap for it at yeah. one point. <laughs> I didn't want everyone to know I followed Roger. Uh, Astro Battlers TD coming to PC. Birth coming to Xbox Series X Finally. and Xbox One. That is, uh, can we get the trailer for Birth? I don't know here. if we want the trailer for Let I screen bear it. Let me screen I want to see Birth. <laughs> birth. Show me Birth, Bear. It'll change your life. Family please. Chess on Apple Arcade. Hello Kitty Island Adventure on Apple Arcade. Spider-Man 2 Limited Edition PS5 Console Bundle and DualSense pre-orders go live. Oh, wait. No, Birth is actually, I remember this game. I forget which uh, showcase festival thing we saw this like a year ago. Oh, I remember this guy. But yeah, this game actually looks rad. This is out today? Out yeah. today. Damn. Birth. On Xbox. On Xbox. Look at that. Also, okay. I don't know if those are Apple Arcade games. I think those are just mobile. Just Apple is what that means? Yeah. Though yeah. so Hello Kitty Island Adventure, I can double check that. because It's that, probably mobile everywhere. I think, yeah, Hello Kitty might be Apple Arcade. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, I like the art cool. style of this birth game. I think it looks real cool. It seems, for audio listeners, it seems to be like kind of a point and click puzzle type of game yeah, hello hello kitty is apple arcade but yeah birth is birth looks really cool yeah puzzle puzzle game almost reminds me of um like those organization games that we've been getting oh lately. little to the left little to the left yeah that's exactly what i was thinking of cup boards and drawers cup, yeah. <laughs> cup boards and drawers but then, like, people's faces about that one. are like um just like skulls of like different animals and yeah. stuff looks sick neat i like that uh and then keeping it moving new dates for you Bro Force Forever releases on August 8th for PC, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and for the first time ever, Xbox One via Game Pass. The final update offers an improved and expanded campaign with new unlocks along with six new ultra-patriotic bros, four new uh, democracy-spreading challenges, le- challenging levels, and bug fixes. Bro Force is pretty sick. Bro Force is sick. Have yeah. you ever played Bro oh, Force? Dude, I played quite a bit of Bro, <laughs> Bro Force. Bro Force is a good time. Out. I will yeah. say Bro Force is a fun time. Mortal Kombat 1's pre-order beta will run from August 18th until August 21st. Nice. And then the Ayudin Chronicles 100 Heroes got delayed to Q2 2024. You know that uh, name. Thank you. I, I yeah. would practice that while we that were ready. Like, <laughs> that would have shut down Greg Miller. Would have broke Greg Miller. Greg, Greg Miller would have had a stroke. <laughs> uh, in Chronicles. Are you interested in this? Is this on your list? I, maybe sometimes maybe you, you try spread, it out. You get me out of my comfort zone. You show me games where I'm like, I wouldn't be down with Honkai Railgun Shooter, whatever yeah, that Honkai one Star game. Yeah. If you want to get if you want to get excited for in Chronicles, talk okay. to Jared Petty. Who I believe is going to be here in like a month. That guy apparently. can get me excited about it. He will get you real excited for Ayudin Chronicles okay. because it's basically one of those. Oh, we're a, a small studio kickstarting a game. Yeah, that's basically like one game that everybody loved in the past. Okay, Ayudin Chronicles, spiritual successor to Suikoden. Yeah, Jared Petty fucking loves Suikoden, yeah, so he's very that. excited for Ayudin Chronicles. Okay, uh, deals of the day for you, bless. I got one here. Hunt Showdown is $15.99 on Steam. If you and your friends are looking for a fun game, a little PvP, PvE situation going on, Hunt Showdown, good game. 
Good time. You down with PvP? Reader mail for you. Blessing, I got no reader mail. No reader mail. Squad ups, I got no squad ups for you. None of them. One of them rotating segments, it's optional. optional. We're not doing that today. We're not today. doing that today. <laughs> Blessing, you Why got, is that still in the dock? Who got, knows? You got the laptop, Bless. <laughs> I want you to go on over to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong to see if people are keeping us honest and helping us keep the news real just in case I got things wrong today. Uh, Bob writes in the Yurong and says, uh, quote from an enemy article uh, on Sakurai okay. January 2023. Sakurai confirms that he is semi-retired. He is 52 after all, reads the summary. When Smash for 3DS slash Wii U and Ultimate, uh, he spent nine years in active development. Sakurai felt that if he just continuously making games full time, uh, his life will be over before he realizes it. Uh, so it seems like he's not necessarily done making games, but he does want to slow down a bit. Okay, interesting. Yeah, uh, Colux also writes in and says Sakurai runs his own company called Sora Limited, uh, which te is technically separate from Nintendo, but he works for them often. Okay, okay. Uh, I have beef with Sakurai. Okay, would Crash. you like to speak on Sakurai? Why was I not in Smash Brothers? Oh, That's okay. Really We're gonna go question. with the Bandicoot mindset. I like that. I like that. It's like they went with Banjo, and it's like, well, a lot of people would say Banjo not as popular as Smash, not or as not as popular, popular as Smash. Thank you, bless. Yeah, I knew I always liked you best. I mean, I wasn't one of those people. Yeah. You know. Oh, I, wow. I, I, listen. Do you want to throw hands? You want the hands, bless? <laughs> I'm just saying. Sure, Crash is more popular than Banjo technically. Yeah. But it's not. It's not like it's not far off. Mm -hmm. it's not far off. Like some people were saying. Yeah. The other day. What else you got for me? Any other your wrongs? Uh, Mike, the correct phrase is a broken clock is right twice a day. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Twice a day. Uh, Side of Fry says Sledgehammer took over the original Modern Warfare 3 when Infinity Ward was having studio pr uh, troubles. So that explains that. Okay. And then the URL is still Twitter.com. That's not a you're wrong. That is just Kebab's editorial. Oh, interesting. So it's still Twitter. It'll change. I mean, if you will, type he in, one day change it to X.com. If you type in X.com, it'll reroute you oh, to okay. Twitter. So eventually he'll, but eventually he'll flip it'll, the switch. it'll switch over. Yeah. yeah, he'll flip that. Because now when, okay. I, when I open the app, that X logo is the first thing that pops up. There. Yeah. It's well, Kebabs, I appreciate you keeping me honest, but like it will one day switch to X. Interesting stuff. And that's it for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. Thank you for keeping us honest today. Thank you for helping out on the show. Next week, we got a, a, an awesome host coming up. Mm -hmm. One Crash Bandicoot. Let me tell you who we got. Monday, Greg and Tim. Tuesday, Greg and Bless. Wednesday, Mike and Bless. Thursday, oh. Bless and Tim. Friday, Tim and Bless. Of course, if you're watching live on YouTube.com slash games and Twitch.tv slash games, we are not done talking video games in the news with all of you. We're going to kick it to a fun Super Chat post show with myself, Crash, and Bless, where we're going to answer your Super Chats and your Hype Chats in Twitch and on YouTube. If you want to dive deeper into today's news stories or if you just want to talk games with us, we'll answer those questions. We'll have a fun discussion. But... Crash Bandicoot, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily, each and every weekday live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. Until next time, get bandicooted. Yes. The three-way handshake. That feels right. That feels exactly right. That I want you all to know good. I thought the show was over and I thought it was the post-show. I didn't realize I was joining. No, no, you were right on time, actually, Crash. You are right on time. Uh, let's have some fun, of course. Make sure you get that microphone semi-near your face, but you're doing great right there, Crash. Welcome in to our post-show where myself, Bless, and a very special guest, Crash Bandicoot, will answer your burning video game questions or just random topics of discussion like, Crash, what do you like to eat? Wampa fruit. <laughs> you didn't bring out it? the box that I got you, Oh, Crash. I didn't bring out the box. 
You know what, Mike? It's it's a little hard to do much. Okay. Mm. Okay. You know, well, I, what does wampa fruit taste like? I've always mm. wondered. I've never had it for myself. Juicy. You think it's juicy? Yeah, of course. Real juicy. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not yeah, yeah. good, good. Like, like probably like a peach. I bet you it's very similar I was gonna say, to say like what kind of, because I was going to say apple. Like, I, I was apple. Just, so I was thinking like an in-between of a peach and a mango. Uh-huh. Oh. Mango Can you basically. pull up an image of a wampa fruit, Barrett? I always assumed it had a crunch to it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. But if you're saying like. Crunch Bandicoot is the bad Bandicoot. Mm, that's a good point. Everyone's least favorite Crash Bandicoot game. Which is? Um, Thank you. Thank you to all of my, uh, the team out there for bringing out our boxes. Thank you. I want to give a big thank you to uh, Joey and Cool Greg for working so hard on these boxes to make them fun and unique and special. To just kind of you too, Mike. You're the the one that went to Target to buy. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you right there. Accoutrement. That is perfect. Thank you, Joey, Cool Greg, and (laughs) Roger for our boxes today. Those look incredible. Uh, let's have some fun. Manny Bagel Boy Sanchez says, started replaying Kingdom Hearts, hoping that my son would enjoy watching me play. I'm happy to say it's a success. And this hey. brought me so much joy to my heart. What games would you want your future generations to experience? Hey, Crash, mm. what games do you want the future generations to experience? Uh, the Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> That's a good answer. Uh, no, I mean, honestly, Kingdom Hearts, I think, is a, is a great answer. Um, I, I do. It's interesting to look at, like, the future generations of, like, should they just play Mario Odyssey or should they play Mario 64? You know what yes. I mean? Like, uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know the answer. Like, I definitely want to, I feel like I think back to my childhood and, you know, all of us are similar age group and we were lucky that we were early enough in video games that um, the history of them wasn't insane. There weren't yes. thousands of yes. must play games. Like growing up in the nineties, like, you know, I bless always talks about the N64 being kind of his first console. Mm-hmm. That don't, that meant he only had, two generations before to didn't miss much to catch up on. Yeah. And in addition to that, it's not like there was a thousand games coming out a year like there are now. So I feel like we enjoyed the history of it and being able to go back and learn about older games. Like I always talk about me and Kevin uh, got an NES at a garage sale for $25 and it came with 25 games. Mm. So like we had the entire NES library of, of like bangers essentially to, yeah. to work back on. But these days, I don't know. I don't, I just don't know if, Sorry. <laughs> no, you're doing great. Not, I, not my chair. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you're doing great in my He's mind. He's attacking me. Crash is attacking me. Yeah, what, what do you think, Bless? What was the question? Sorry, I was, I was putting in the metadata for the show. I, I just tuned back in for... Uh, the question was, is what what games would you show oh. future generations? Say you have a kid, yeah. Bless. What would you show him? I mean, my when um I gave my nephews um, my Switch, I gifted them um, Sonic Forces. And then okay. also, <laughs> you were a monster. And, uh, and New Super Mario Brothers, uh, the Wii U, right? Or New Super Mario Brothers U. New Super Mario Brothers U. Um, I gave those those. I gave them those two games. They loved them both, right? They really enjoyed Sonic. They really enjoyed Mario. And that's, I think, for me, the, what I would pass on to the future generations are those two faces, <laughs> Mario oh, yeah. and Sonic. Yeah, I like that. Well, yeah. Come on. What up? Come on. Oh, so I mean. You know, I mean, ask me, ask me. <laughs> What's up, I would show him Crash 4. It's about time. Like, truly, honestly, Crash 4 is very good. Oh, yeah. Crash 4 stands the, you know, quote unquote, test of time. If it was 10 years later from now, it is beautiful. It really captures the classic games. It's fun. It's a little bit challenging. I think it's a great game. I mean, you know, I, I mean, really like Crash. All, like all jokes aside, all everything aside. I love mascot platformers. So yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Plus the fact that you're pushing that. I love that. I think that that is is, is awesome. And hey. Shout out to Crash Mario and Sonic, baby. 
Especially Mario and Sonic. Keep it going. <laughs> I will fight you. CJ writes in and says, I was skeptical at first, but I loved Twisted Metal on Peacock. My hot wow. take, more enjoyable slash fun than The Last of Us on HBO. Would love an in-review from you guys. Bless. Have you watched it yet? Twisted Metal? No, I've not watched it. Have you? I watched episode one last night. Uh-huh. I am super in. It's not mm. the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. To say that it's better than Last of Us, which they didn't say that. No, they, they said, said it was more fun. More they said fun. it was it enjoyable. Bugs yeah. Bunny is more cartoony than yeah. Last of Us. But more so entertaining. Sure. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that. Last of Us was more entertaining than, than Twisted Metal. Watch episode one. It is one of the first shows ever that Gia was like, you know what? I, I think I'm going to bow out of this one. Mm-hmm. Like You can watch it yourself. <laughs> and she she watches everything. So, mm-hmm. But she wasn't like, she was like, it's not bad. It's just, I don't get it. And like I, it's, I don't really like action and... I don't get a lot of the references, so it's like it's just not for me, which mm. is totally fair. I'm all in. Like, okay. Not the best thing ever, but like just watching episode one, I'm like, it's super campy, super weird, but there's kind of weird reasons for it. Mm. And I'm like, eh, you know what? I'm having fun with this. Like, I'd give it like a, a seven out of ten. So okay. Far, one episode in, but I'm like, yo, it's not horrible. Yeah. And I'm it, excited to check it out. Yeah. Like, I mean, from I, the reviews that we've gotten, have been way above what I thought we were gonna get for the show already, and so yeah. having that be the baseline, I'm like. Yeah, let's go. And honestly, it seems like it's getting, giving me the stuff that I expected and wanted during the whole run up to this, which is I want Anthony Mackie flexing his comedic chops. I want a world that is self-aware about how ridiculous it is. Mm-hmm. I want dumb action. And it seems like it's delivering on a lot of that. And so Ooh. I'm down for it. I like that. Uh, so it's all of it dropped because, you know, me, I don't like the week to week. I want it all. So it's all there. It's all there on the cock. Oh, man, I'm tuning in, man. You know what else is on the cock? This Uh is awesome. And I love This is Awesome. And guess what, Tim? You know what? I get surprised with a new This is Awesome all the time because a new pay-per-view comes up for WWE. Mm. I get to see a new This is Awesome. SummerSlam. I'm excited to see what Greg's got in his Duffy on this one. Hey, Mike, uh, before you go on, do we have a picture of a Wampa Fruit? Can we get a Wampa Fruit up? Bear showed a a few. Um, Would you like to see a Wampa Fruit? So, the, yes. so usually you, you break open these crates uh-huh. and they're filled with the wampa fruits. Uh, Bless, can you help me? Uh, yeah, I might have a wampa fruit in there. I might have put one in there oh, for you. Okay. Well, you, there's like a, a piece of tape. There yeah, there's a piece of tape. Yeah, yeah, I made it Thank easy. Oh. Whoa. Oh, this, this is wrong. There's no. That, all right, we can close that. That's, uh, that's not like right. This. Close it. This isn't right. Close it. It doesn't have the wampa fruits. No. Close it, bless. Give me this, bless. Give me this. Close it, gosh darn it, bless. No. That's not, that's not that's the, the wrong box. That's my bad. That's the wrong box. The wrong franchise. <laughs> Let's keep it going right now. Manny Bagel Boy Sanchez. <laughs> yes, the seat. You're good. Ready? Yes. Can you push it a little up further? Right there. Thank you. There you go. Manny Bagel Boy Sanchez writes in and says, FIFA 23 on xCloud is incredibly responsive and has made me believe in the tech. What game would convince you cloud gaming is viable, is a viable future? EAFC 2024 will probably fully, will probably have full crossplay pro club streams. Question mark. Hmm. So the question is, what game would make us believe that uh, cloud gaming is viable? Cloud gaming is viable. Yeah. Starfield. If Starfield runs well on cloud, you would believe that the tech is now there and ready to run. If it is an immaculate experience on cloud, if I am away from my Xbox and I can use cloud and like feel like I'm getting my full Starfield experience, I I, I think that'll prove it to me. As someone who uses cloud, I think you already have that. I would go with the chat of 
you show me that any first-person shooter with multiplayer is viable, like it's running well, and I don't feel like I'm losing and a half step slower, then it would be viable to me. But that'll like never when we happen, t- though. I, that's the catch. See, I think with single-player games, you're already there, Bless. As someone mm-hmm. who can play a Yakuza like a dragon, that's there ready to rock and roll. I think Bethesda, with what Starfield is, won't demand that fast yeah. twitch, low latency moment, right? But like, if you can show me that I can go on and play Halo Infinite ready to rock and roll on cloud and not feel like I'm missing a step, then I'll then I'll be like, this is there. This is it. Yeah, it's interesting, like, viable. Like, what that actually uh-huh. means. Because, Mike, I'm, I'm with you in the sense that for it to be viable and you just expect it to work, it needs to work for even things that you'd expect it not to. The baddest, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. But Because, yeah, like, I, I do think that at this point it works. I'm using, I can't do air quotes here, but uh, He's it, doing air it quotes. works for, uh, for a lot of single-player games that are, like, slower pace. So I imagine Starfield, we're probably already good to go. Yeah. If you have good enough internet, which we do, so. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't. Know. <laughs> my my Wi Fi sucks. Oh. If I could plug something in, but oh, interesting. Yeah. Your Wi Fi sucks. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Then you got to play like Yakuza, like a dragon, where it's turn based. Yeah, I mean, but like my thing is Starfield. Of course, there's first person shooting in Starfield, but what percentage of the game is that? Can yeah. I just go from planet to planet and just hang out and talk to mm-hmm, people, mm-hmm, and do that mm-hmm. stuff? Mine. Is there sweat dripping down my. There's face? so much sweat on your face. I couldn't tell those if that was sweat or tears. No, you're good. You're good. You're oh, no, good. You're good. And he's taking a photo of us. Come and get in this photo. Andy. <laughs> Come and get in here. So uh, you're gonna be you're gonna be hanging out like this. You know, I mean, the at, whole least, day. at least the post show. Oh wow, at least the post show. Yeah, Crash is here. Play, uh, Crash is here. Crash Team Rumble in the lab for a bit, and then we're gonna hang out in here <laughs> playing Crash One. Crash really excited here. about that. Uh, Luke Meads just gives us a seven dollars super chat. So thank you, Luke. That was very kind of you. Thank you, Luke. No super chat added. Uh, Nestor, not Nestor. No, Nestor, not Nestor. Gets me every time. Hey, Crash, how are things going with Twana? Tana. 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 You know, Tawana. Tawana. <laughs> it's good. Bad. I love you, dude. Slap it, I feel like we talked about Tana a while ago on this show. I Did forget, we talk about Tana? Like years. I forget what the conversation was. Something tells me that it wasn't a great one. <laughs> oh, really? Well, well, tell me about who's Tana. Tell me about Tana. I mean, you know, hey, keep her name out your mouth, okay? Bless. That's fair enough. <laughs> like, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. All right, Tana's out here. Oh, this is playable Tana. in Crash Four. This is Tana. Okay, okay. All right. Which one? With the cool hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she's badass. She rocks. Badass. Uh. <laughs> Scoopball420 writes in and says, Happy Friday, y'all. Bless wa- your band from the, from ben the show. <laughs> he said it. Twisted, I was just repeating what he said. Metal. I'm liking it. Fun, silly time. Can't go wrong with Stephanie. Dude, real talk, man. Twisted Metal is it's like it is so much better than that trailer. Mm-hmm. Like, again, not the best show ever, but like that trailer was one of the worst things I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't even keep up my like. Tim liking dumb shit bit for that because that was like horrible. Yeah, and we haven't got to that part yet. Like, oh, okay, the, 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 the Cisco Thong song thing was not in episode one. I'm excited for it, dude. I'm excited to start it. My my the thing is, right for my next TV show because right now I'm not started anything. It's like, do I start Twisted Metal? Do I start Secret Invasion? Yuck! Or do I start the Bear? Or, oh, do, I, or do I keep on with Insecure? Because I'm on season two. Oh, now. Insecure is very good. Well, too. Insecure like is fantastic. Yeah, Insecure yeah, is that's a good one. The, the bear's the, the must watch of those, Bless. Yeah, but like I'll get to the bear. 
You know, when? Like, what, you always say Tim, that. Tim, he'll get to it. Like, Twisted Metal's years. happening right now. Yeah, it's Secret right now. Invasion. Now the what if I get Secret Invasion spoiled for me? No. Just, yeah, it's been spoiled. Yeah, a don't worry times. about that. Twisted Metal <laughs> is. Worry about that. It's only like 20, 30 minute episodes. Ooh, so I can knock that out in an evening. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'll think about 20, it. 20, 30 minute it. episodes, you're going to knock out in an 20 evening. 20 or 30 minute episodes. Oh, there's 10 of them. Okay. I'm watching four episodes of One Piece a night. You're a madman. I love one. Piece. I saw um, oh, because of Secret Invasion, a lot of people have been hating on it, and um, they've been sharing uh, Agents of Shield content <laughs> in order to hate on Secret Invasion. And I'm like, fuck, dude! I forgot how much I love Agents of Shield. And like, they showed one scene where I'm like, man, I might go back and rewatch Agents of Shield, dude. That was a fucking great yeah, show. Like, y'all didn't, y'all didn't give it the the time and energy it deserved. Secret Invasion in review goes up on Monday. Really excited for that for everybody. It's a fantastic episode. Greg Miller is absolutely unhinged. Unhinged. The things he says about the show Bridgerton are going to scar you. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Why? Rick. I don't even want to tell you. Rick writes in. If you want a good version of Secret Invasion, even though I'm not watching Secret Invasion, but I'm jumping on the hate train because I like hating, uh, watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. The LMD season. A fucking great season. Rick writes in, why did Crash eat Optimus Tim? You know, he was hungry. He's Things happen out there. Uh-huh. I get it in these streets. Guys, I'm struggling. <laughs> Drew with the U writes in says, Happy Friday. Mike Blessing Crash. I'd like to know what topic in video games you are following or are most passionate about right now. I, I missed the question because I was reading Shooting in chat that said Bless has the worst taste in TV. I'm sorry. I didn't know you're a big Secret Invasion fan. I'm I'd like to know. the fucking show, you what, idiot. I'd like to know <laughs> what topic in video game it. you are following or are most passionate about right now. What's that big news thing that you're following? Mine would be the revival of bringing back Crash Bandicoot. It's me. I hope, man. I mean, Crash Dude. Team Rumble. But I'm, I, I want to Crash 5. Crash 4 was so good. I mean, it would probably be the ABK deal. That's a really big deal. Yeah. That's what I'm following. Uh, esports as a whole, you're seeing what's going on with the Overwatch League. We don't really talk esports that much here on Games Daily or in Kind of Funny, but like, I'm sure Andy would talk to you about it. But like, I am very interested in esports and like what is going on with that. The bubble bursting, teams trying to figure out are they viable? Can they get sponsors? What is the outlook of esports? Uh, it's always interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I guess for me, it's it, we're in a great point where it's not about the news; it's about the games. Like, there's just so many games week after week coming out that, like, I'm playing more games now than mm. I have in years. That's awesome. Emily writes in, kind of funny, kind of awesome. Thanks for being great content to keep me entertained in the gym. Thanks for working on your Thanks. fitness and having Thank a good you, time. Emily. Yeah. James writes in. Is Crash excited about the new Sugar Daddy Microsoft? About his new Sugar Daddy Microsoft? Hey. <laughs> you can't Daddy. comment, Crash. Don't you comment. Oh, yeah. yeah no comment. No, no comment, comment, Crash. You're not allowed to comment, Crash. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i be your PR spokesperson for that one. Um, Gerard is cool, writes in and says, What are you guys playing this weekend? Started Ghost of Tsushima recently, and so far, it's fire. Also, how was Benihana's? How was Benihana's? Benihana was good. I give it a fine. Uh, I will never actively be the one to encourage us to go to Benihana. But if you guys say, let's go to Benihana, I will go. I didn't get to go to this one, but I am going to the next one. I will say, I don't like that you have to split the table. If you don't have a party of eight, you have to split the table with others. You know what I mean? Because it's clearly an eight pack per Mm -hmm. table. They want to get as many people on there as possible. But like, it did suck having to split the table because now 
You know, you're not having that fun. Everybody's chatting across the table in a good vibe. It was very split down the middle of there's one half, there's our half. Mm-hmm. And I had to take one for the team. I want everybody to know that I took one for the team. Okay, <laughs> it wasn't asked, but I saw it. And, like, that's the leader that Mike is, right? We walk up, Tim. Yep. There's four of us. And then there's a family of four, two small children that are going to scream and shout and let it all out. There's a pregnant mother and a father. And as we walked towards the table, I knew that Gary should be next to Joey and Andy because he doesn't get much Joey and Andy time. Mm -hmm. He gets a lot of mic time. And I was like, you know what? To make sure that this dinner is good, I will be the one. I will sacrifice myself like Katniss Everdeen to go sit next to the family of four so they can have more Gary time. And I want you to know I did that. Couldn't hear a single word of what my party was saying. <laughs> Me and the dad never spoke because he he had a long day. You could clearly yeah. tell. So there was just Mike on an island. And that's how my Benny Hanna experience went. We need to give you a better one, man. You know what yeah, I mean? You better Benny Hanna. Uh, uh, this weekend, the yeah. asked what, what are you playing? playing what are you weekend. playing? I got access to that Tekken 8 uh, beta oh. going on. And so I think yeah. this weekend I'm going to hop into Tekken 8, uh, have a good time, see what that's about. We have Carl Jacobs in the chat. I just want to say, Carl, can you believe this is actually happening? I was with Carl at the Game Awards Orchestra, and we saw Crash, and we were freaking out. And now, <laughs> and now I am him. And now he's I am here. inside Crash Bandicoot. He's become now, Crash. Is this the same ah, suit? It is. Oh, my goodness. It is. This is the exact same suit. This hey. is the real suit, everybody. I am in it. <laughs> It's incredible. This is crazy, dude. Um, I will be playing more Dark Souls. I'm playing Dark Souls 1 all by myself Ooh. with a lot of chat help. So I've been having fun with Dark Souls. And, of course, more Dave the Diver. I have a sushi restaurant to take care of, Tim. And I'm all in on that. Oh, I appreciate that. Well, I, yeah, I got a big weekend ahead of me. It's it's a, There's a giant Pokemon Go event going on. Oh, yeah, man. So tomorrow. How many steps do you need to take for that event? It's not so much about steps. Uh, well, they should force you to take steps. It's, it's more about kilometers walked. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. I'm going to okay. have to walk a lot of kilometers. But uh, me, G, and the dogs are going to go to Pier 39. Oh, wow. You're going right downtown. Okay. Uh, Andrew Goldfarb explained to me that this event, every Pokestop that you spin is like 10, every new one that you've never spun before, yeah. 10 times the experience points. Bang. I Whoa. need them experience points, you do. y'all. So I'm going to go down to Pier 39, which is one of the hottest hot spots in the world for Pokemon. Wow. And I'm just about to fucking spin my little heart out, walk my little ass off. Good for you, Tim. Pomeranians, man. That's great. Hell yeah. I love that for you. I love that for you, Tim. That sounds like a good time. You know what else I'm playing this weekend? What else? Um, so this last weekend, uh, me and my friends did a fun board game night where we played this game called Evolution Climate. It was okay. like a strategy board game where we were basically starting species and um, like like evolving and like increasing the species population or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the goal is to like eat the most food and like get the most points compared to other people. Like uh, spore. Sure. Yeah. That's yeah. Big, sure. I just <laughs> Why out not? A spore reference. I'll think like maybe spore meets um meets settlers of Catan a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, but we played that and it took us like we thought it was gonna be forty five minutes. It took us three hours because only one of us knew the rules. Uh, but it was a really good time. And so uh, we're playing board games again this weekend. I think we're gonna do that. But then also my um friend Sarah has been talking about this game called I believe it's called Scythe, which is like a mech board game. Um, and the way she explained it to me sounded really cool. Yeah, it's called called Scythe, and so I might be doing some of that uh, this weekend as well. That's great. Let's keep it going. We have a couple more to get before we get out of here. Assassin by Day. Kind of funny. I've been trying to find this game that is coming out. It has the same art style as Nino Cooney, but I can't remember it. Hmm. Best friends. Wait, is that all? The, uh, he has the same. That's all he gave me. Nino Cooney Two. 
Best is it, friends help is it out. Hoa? Is it Hoa? Is it 2D plat? Give us a genre. Give us anything. <laughs> it's got an art <laughs> style. That's all I got on this one. ALB730 says Tim's dominant is Crash Bandicoot. And I love how. Oh, that that's sounds, amazing. Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> if Good Crash game. was my icon. <laughs> be a great one. Let's round out. I have three left. Is it Baldo? It's either Hoa or Baldo. Baldo. That's my bet. Baldo? You guys remember Balto? Yeah, I love that movie. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Balto. Uh, Caleb, thank you for your $2 super chat. You're incredible. BJ Bernardo writes in and says, I don't know where Tim <laughs> is, but can you ask him to do, uh, can you ask him, do you think MCU will do more TV shows in the next phases since most aren't clicking? Crash, what are your thoughts on the MCU TV shows? Yeah, I, I, I think that unfortunately we are still stuck in the, the pandemic era of production and that is about to transition seamlessly into the strike era of production. Yes. So um, I think we're going to be in a really, really bad spot. Um, I think that we're not going to get less. We're just going to get different in, in terms of the shows. I think we're still in the final wave of the original vision of those shows and... I bet we get longer shows, like they said, Daredevil's 18 episodes. I think we're going to start getting longer seasons of shows. Uh, will the quality be better? I, that better be this point, 18 episodes? Crash, that better be freaking good. I mean, yeah. if, I, if I see, it said 18 episodes? Mm -hmm. If it's 18 episodes of... Secret that, Invasion uh, level? Well, of that Kill... <laughs> uh, not Killmark, what's his name? Kingpin that we got uh, at the end of Hawkeye. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if, I, if I'm going to be able to tolerate that. Oh, Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a lot, man. Because that was rough. Okay. My guy uh, Daredevil can do no wrong, though. I loved him. I love, even She-Hulk, I like my guy. That's my dude. Though I like She-Hulk more than most. Final one. Caleb writes in again. Tim, have you seen the new Disney card game? Lorcana. Lorcana. Yeah, I've been looking into it. It sucks because I, I'm really unclear on what's going on with it. I don't okay. like how secretive it all seems. Like, they're promoting it, but I don't understand when it comes out. I don't understand where I could buy it. Mm. That's it. Like, let me buy it, guys. Yeah, yeah. Let hey, Crash buy it. Let him buy it. Uh, really quick, Mike, I just want to shout out one thing that I forgot to at the top of the show, just yeah. before we cut records and start hanging out with the crew and the, the kids all day. Um, if you want to catch up before Zelda in Review Part 2 uh, oh. comes out on Tuesday, uh, reminder, Part 1 has been out for years and years um, with a little updated thumbnail now and all that stuff. But uh, it would be dope as hell. Right now it's less than 9k away from 100,000 views. How about um so if y'all need to to rewatch uh this weekend before part 2 comes out on Tuesday, that'd be sick cuz I would love if we could hit 100k. Yeah. Definitely do that and get hype for part 2. I was here for recording it. It's really really good. It's going to be very special and awesome. Well, oh, crash. We're in. so we're so happy happy to have you in the studio. Yeah. Maybe we'll have you more often. But until then, this has been your kind of funny games daily post show and games daily or Friday. We're not done. We got Crash inside the studio, which means we're having a Crash Bandicoot day, everybody. We're going to play Crash Team Rumble right now in the lab. Then we're going to kick it back out here to the studio to play Crash 1. But with that, we're done. I'll see you guys back here on Monday. I'll see you in the lab right now.